0: It has become something so tedious for you to allow God to be God over your finances and honor him with a portion that belongs to him in offerings and in tithing. When people start to ask funny questions about tithe and you disregard the potency of the tithe as the 10% that brings God's hand over the hundred percent, so that the ninety that is remaining is devora free. The devil can't touch it, and it can multiply in your hand. What happens? You start to realize that you have to cover your back in some other ways. I don't know if you're getting what I'm saying. You won't have the confidence to say, "I am." in a covenant with God, I have done my part of the covenant and the rest is story. If hell likes, let it break out. I'll say in the first service, God, the way he runs, literally speaking, like i can put it in a simple language, he runs like a gangster. So, do you know what happened? Touch one of the gang member. You see how the gang will unleash on you. Many of us don't have the confidence that God will unleash on our enemies and anyone who wants to stop what we're doing because we have not honored him the way we're supposed to honor him. When you belong to a group, a gang, a cult, or whatever, and you are not a defaulter, anything happens to you, the gang rises for you. They unleash on the environment, on the society. You touch any gang member. <laughs> I hope you understand what I'm saying. That's why God said, touch my anointing. Do my prophet no harm. You taught them, I unleash on you. But what gives the confidence to know that God will unleash on your behalf is that you have honored him fully. That's how the spirit of Cain started to operate. We see it in operation in our nation today. Some people are in business; they kill people for their business to survive. Cain started murder. It he was he he, he. he was the engineer of murder. He was that is that was his innovation. He a pioneered murdering. The spirit of Cain. Yeah. And the spirit of Cain starts from lack of honor for God. When you are in a, in a particular industry and uh, people are killing to be able to remain in the industry and to do business, that's the spirit of Cain in manifestation. And you can only stand out in such an industry if you have chosen to honor God. God covers your back. Let anyone touch you. The gangster shows up for you. Yeah. yeah. Glory be to Jesus. That's how it works. That's how it works. Just trying, trying, and just, just honor him. Just be who you're supposed to be to him. Let the hell break loose and see. The Bible says when the enemy will rise like a flood, the Spirit of God raises a standard against him. Some people say somebody killed on his behalf. He was not the killer. There's nothing like that. When God is operating in your life and you honor him, he covers your back fully. God warned Cain. Cain, you know what? If you have done well, will you not know it? As I'm speaking right now, those of us who are still living in dishonor of God, you know it. Let's not not deceive ourselves. You know it. You know it. It's very true. It's simple. That's what God told Cain. You know it. What God, expected from Cain, is to say, ah, what did my brother do differently? Let me do my own. God told him, the moment you disregard honoring me, the devil is already looking around. Sin is... From that lack of honor for God, it translates into resentment, serious hatred, both for God and for man, So you think that you have to trample upon man for you to rise. Tell your neighbor for me, say, I will honor God. Say it again, say, I will honor God. So what we present and how we present is very important because there's a connection between how we honor God and how we live our life. It affects every other part of our life. Yeah, it affects every other part of our life. You don't want the spirit of Cain to step into your life when you start to contemplate how to destroy somebody, how to do something, how to cover your back, how to, yeah. And the moment you get into that frame, things are going south. It's going to be, go bad completely. Yeah. I don't know why I'm emphasizing this this morning, but if you're in the house this morning and this, this applies to you, please take a U-turn. Don't be like Cain. Ask yourself, what has Abel done well? What can, I, what, what can I do differently? You allow that spirit to continue to hover around your life. It's going to tear you apart. Before you know it, you're going to start to do the wrong things and listen to the wrong instructions and hear the wrong people. When we honor God, God watches our back. You don't have to be a part of any cult or anything to prosper. The covenant of increase works and as long as the Lord lives, that covenant works. Honor God, honor for God, we translate into honor for man. That's the second understanding I want us to get today. The reason why we dishonor man, especially certain men, certain women, is because we lack honor for God. In Genesis chapter 39 and verse number 9, the Bible talks about Joseph, and how Joseph honored God through his master, Potiphar. So, Joseph had the opportunity to commit a sin of adultery. Whether it's adultery or fornication or whatever you call it, it is an offshoot of lack of honor for God. This was what Joseph had to say. He said, there's no one greater in this house than I, in the house of Potiphar nor as he kept back anything from me but you. Talking about Potiphar's wife. So Joseph, a slave in Potiphar's house, Potiphar's wife, Bible says, was coming from time to time, trying to seduce and talk him into less of an affair. And, this, and Joseph was saying this. Now as he kept back anything from me but you, because you are his wife, how then can I do this great wickedness and sin against God? It was the honor that Joseph, you know, has for God that he translated on Potiphar. Joseph was not thinking about sin. (laughs) He was thinking about honor. You understand? He was thinking about, I can't dishonor God. When we start from honor for God, honor for man becomes cheap. The problem that we have in this part of the world is that people will rather honor God and dishonor, I mean, rather honor man and dishonor God. So we turn everything over his head. So you have this, this counterfeit honor. This is somebody shaking around the boss because of promotion, and then he, the boss walks away and says, Hey, coconut oil, see, see, see him, see him. <laughs> what, what kind of honor is that? Yeah. You're, you're just, you, it's, it's fake. When you honor God and you understand God, you transposition that honor on whoever God says should be honored. Yeah. Honor for God is what you translate into honor for man. If you turn it the other way around, it's fake honor. Yeah. Why would I honor my wife? Why would you honor your husband? It's because you honor God first. And you honor the covenant. Someday I will have more time to to teach on that. You honor God and you honor the covenant. Nothing more. Nothing more. If if it's the other way around, you can't honor man to honor God. You honor God to honor man. Honor starts from honor to God. Then honor to whom honor is due, then it's coming from the right heart. Are you still with me today? Joseph said, I honor God. So, Potiphar, Potiphar's wife, don't worry. Nothing will happen between me and you. I will not dishonor my master because I honor God. And because of that, I will not get into something inordinate with you. Praise God. I said praise God. There's a reward for honor. There's a reward. There's a reward. There's a reward. God honors you when you honor him and honor the people that He are said to be honored. Let me start to tie everything together. With this thought you can't be blessed by what you despise or dishonor there are I mean real wisdom is understanding who to honor at all time so you can't say I honor God and I dishonor my boss at work it's fake when you sign your employment contract you told you who to report to and the terms of Reporting. And then you decide to choose what you want. And then you come to God and lift up holy hands. And you are the most rebellious person at work. Yeah. We come into a covenant of marriage and we say we we'll submit to one another in love. We refuse to submit to one another and want to submit to God. No, our submission to God must dovetail into submission to one another. Is someone still with me today? I said, Are you still here? The way we talk about our leaders, people in authority, we must be careful that we're not shutting the heavens over our lives. In the book of Acts of the Apostles chapter 23, Paul had an encounter with a high priest. He did not know the man was a high priest. This man ordered that he should slap Paul. And Paul spoke rudely to him. The moment he pointed it out to him, he backtracked and apologized. Look at that. Act 23, verse number two. And the high priest Ananias commanded those who stood by by him to strike him on the mount. Verse 3, then Paul said to him, God will strike you, you whitewashed war. For you seek to judge me according to the law, and do not do you command me to be struck contrary to the law. And those who stood by said, Do you revile God's high priest? Then Paul said, I did not know, brethren, that he was the high priest. For it is written, you shall not speak evil of a ruler of the people. This was a man who understood the place of honor. Yet, sometimes, you see somebody that should be honored, you disrespect the person, and you just think it doesn't matter to God. It does. God says, look, it matters to me how you honor me and how you honor other people. It can stop the flow of my blessings and my grace over your life. It can stop it. It can stop it. Even Jesus said he could do no mighty works because he was dishonored in his hometown, in his place, amongst his people. Mark chapter 6, from verse 1 to 4. Honor allows faith to be released and positions us for uh, the release of God's power and the supernatural. Yeah. That's what honor does. In Mark chapter 6 and verse 1 to 4, Jesus went to his own hometown. And instead of honoring him, they dishonored him and second-guessed him. Then he went out from there and came to his own country and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, where did this man get this thing? And what wisdom is this? Which is given to him that such mighty works are performed by his hand. Is is is, <laughs> is this not the carpenter? The guy who did our, our dining table and stew I see he used his stool this morning to drink coffee. This is this not the same person that came to supply it? And the brothers of James and Joseph and Judas and Simon. See how the you know some people I mean, for instance, the place like our church now, somebody may be here this morning and say, ah. Godman, I used to know him in university. He, he's not the pastor of this child. Ah, okay, it's ah, Godman. Okay, okay. You know, I, I mean I see people, sometimes people greet me after the service and remind me. And some of them try to step me down. So I know your brother. I mean, we were you, are together. You know, where is he now? Just to let you know that I'm not your mate. says, <laughs> so I know I know your first brother, you know. You know. <laughs> That was what they were doing to Jesus. They forgot that there's a connection between how you honor a man of God and how the grace that God has put in his life will flow into your life. When Jesus, when, this incident, Jesus was 33, 33, truly, maybe they should dishonor him. Because some of them were there when they gave back to him. It was just 33 here. Yeah. Don't you get what I'm saying? It was 33. At this point, I was almost like 10 years older than Jesus. Even me today, I will calculate calculating and say, Jesus ah, was just a small boy, you know. <laughs> that was, they, they, they fell for that. And look at what happened. His brothers are with us, you know, and his sisters are here. So they were offended at him. But look at verse 4. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house the moment you commit that, this sin of what I call see finish, <laughs> see finish, things that breed dishonor over familiarity, also known as see finish, when you start to consider status, age, and all those things. The Bible says here that Jesus could do no mighty work. It is not whether the pastor is anointed or not. Have you positioned yourself to honor him to receive? he could do no mighty works there, except that he laid hands on a few sick people and healed them. He just healed one or two headaches. All well, the lepers of those days, they took them away. Because of the lack of honor, the unction did not flow towards them. Honor causes a release of faith. When faith is released, the supernatural happens. Are you stay with me today. I said, Are you stay with me today. The devil keeps playing this trick On our mind, God will never import a special man from heaven. Pastors will always come from the midst of us. Leaders will emerge from the midst of us. We choose whether we want to honor them or not. It's simple. I hope you understand what I'm saying. It's very simple. It's very simple. You get to work in the work environment. The person to be honored should be honored. Even when they are in error, it is not your call. The high priest was in error when Paul realized that he was the high priest, he said, I'm sorry, you shall not refile, you know, the the rule of your people. Whoever is in authority, some people tell me, "Hey, pastor, why should I respect my parents? my dad, my dad was cheating on my mom, you know, especially people in the younger generation, you know, the way they talk, I was my mom. he used to be my mom. I, I can't have anything to do with that man. You are, you are cutting yourself off from the covenant of long life and covenant of increase. It is not your call to judge your father or your mother. That's, God is the judge of all. The only commandment he gave you is to honor. Is to honor. If somebody sit with me today, for anyone here who has been operating under closed heaven because you overstepped your bound in overreacting to your parents, I pray mercy of God upon you today. In the precious name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse number 2 Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long and that it may be well with you. You want to trigger the covenant of wellness and increase. Give honor to whom honor is due. Don't give any excuse for lack of honor. Don't bother. Don't give any excuse. So, honor consider authority. Honor parents. Honor pastors and spiritual leaders. 1 Timothy chapter 5, verse 17. It says the elders that rule well, they're worthy of double honor. Ephesians chapter 6, verse number 6. The Bible says that. Let them that are taught in the world communicate with them that teach in all good things. Bless them. That's what the Bible is saying. Honor them with your substance. Honor them with anything. You have become a repository of God's blessing. You don't, you don't, it doesn't flow from you to anywhere. It's just, you're like the dead sea. Just take. Last Sunday, I called them go keepers. Just, you are, you are, only looking for where to catch. There's nothing that's flowing from you to other people to honor them. You are closing God's blessings over your life. Lastly, God recognizes seed that honor him. The seed has to be purposeful, cheerful, prompt to obey, and from a committed heart. From a committed heart. From a committed heart. Second Corinthians uh, chapter 9, when you read verse 7 from the Amplified Translation, it says, Let each one give, as he has made up his own mind and proposed in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, it takes pleasure in, prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyful, prompt-to-do-it giver whose heart is in his giving. <laughs> Look at that. Say, God is exceedingly committed to anyone who chooses to honor him with his substance. Can you say after me today? Say, I'm a man of honor. Say, I honor God. I honor men. I honor people in authority. I honor my parents. And Father figures. Say, I honor my spiritual leaders. I live a life of honor.